This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your host, Christian, Aaron, and Franklin. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of The Marketing Natives. Today we are going to talk about why a photographer must find their niche. Um, We're really going to just break down some points and uh, hopefully convince you guys or at least give you some reasoning to stop being a generalist when you're a photographer. And we have Franklin here who is actually a photographer. Yes, and I'm so happy to be talking about this because... Uh, a, I guess you can say a personal encounter with someone that was telling me that I need to try to shoot everything and not bottleneck myself. Uh, yeah. That's, so you're saying you've had this experience firsthand. Yes. So I you have. were the photographer who would just take everything and anything. Right. Okay. And I guess you can say to like to clarify, like, like there's no way that you're going to get away from actually like shooting certain things, especially when you're starting out. Uh, if you are shooting, uh, if you want to shoot weddings, but like someone asks you to come and shoot like a birthday party and you know that you need to pay the bills, uh, I'm sorry, sir, but you need to get up and like get geared up for cake and ice cream and screaming babies and uh, very, very high strung mothers that are like ready for the day to be over with whenever it comes to that birthday party because you have to pay the bills. Uh, but we're talking today specifically about like what you're going to put out there and market what who you're going to be marketing to. Yeah. Obviously there's benefits of trying new things, new styles of photography. Uh, so we're not saying start right off with a specific niche. Um, obviously like Franklin just said at the beginning, you can just sort of test the waters, see what you enjoy. And I feel like that's the first point, right? You have to enjoy what you're taking pictures of. You know, some people like to take pictures of newborn babies, some pictures, some people like to take pictures of weddings, landscapes. I mean, there's a ton of niches inside of photography. Yeah. And some people even like to take pictures of like cats and dogs and (laughs) gerbils and like, like you're, you're laughing, but like some people have like made a career out of taking pictures out of uh, action figures and like putting them in like creative, different like arrangements. Like there are a plethora of things that you can do. Absolutely. And that's so that's all great while you're starting out. But I think that's like the major thing is that the barrier of entry is really, really low. Like Christian and I are not photographers, but we could go grab a camera and walk around and say, hey, we are now photographers. We'll go do these jobs really cheap and we'll classify ourselves as photographers for whatever. So uh, there's a ton of people who pick up a camera and say, I'm a photographer. So that's one reason why just being a generalist is you, you kind of even yourself out with pretty much everybody else. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you kind of shoot yourself in the foot too, because you, you won't be able to charge as much as somebody that does weddings and that's all they do. And they specialize in weddings because you shoot everything. That's what a generalist does. I mean, like the, if you get a quote for, if you give a quote to someone to come and shoot a birthday party, I keep on going to that cause I hate birthday parties and weddings. <laughs> but if, if, if you are shooting uh, birthday parties and weddings, they're still classified as, as events. So you won't be able to charge with uh, what someone that specifically shoots weddings, which sometimes can range from anywhere between uh, 2000 sometimes uh, on up to like five and $6,000, specifically because that's what they do on a constant basis. They specifically shoot weddings. 
Right. I was going to say a good example is actually today um, we're recording this in September. My sister is she grabbed a camera and thought she could be. I mean, I'm not saying she's not a photographer. But Ooh, she, shot fire. No, no <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm just saying she's um, <laughs> they're making air <laughs> movements over here behind me. But I'm not saying she's not a photographer, but she's kind of been trying out like portrait photography. She's been trying out other things. And now this weekend she's trying out her first wedding. She's doing it for a much lower rate than somebody else, just because she doesn't know what all she needs to do. She's been doing the research on it. She hasn't found out if weddings are going to be her niche, if she wants to do portrait photography. So, uh, that's just kind of going along with that, but it's a perfect example of, you know, just making sure you find out what you want to do, but also she's going to do a lot lower price than somebody else who specializes in the weddings. Yes, that's very true. Now, before we move on here, let's talk about sort of this this negative effect to it. I mean, if someone asks you, Franklin, hey, uh, would you consider, you know, a, a wedding shoot? Um, you know, it's OK to say no to that person. Yes. Um, at the same time, it's it's negative because you don't want to feel like you're saying no, no. To, to a potential client. Right. Um, but at the same time, if it's something that you don't enjoy, you should, you shouldn't do it. Um, you shouldn't do it, especially if you have the, um, if you have the ability to do it and specifically why you shouldn't do it is because if you are, uh, which is one of my points, if you're one of those people that like to, like, if you're shooting, you're going to be shooting and you're going to be practicing, uh, whenever you're shooting that specific niche. And one, it'll take away time that you could be putting energy into actually shooting or finding a client that you want to be shooting. Um, continuing to like, I guess you can say, putting energy into trying to dissect that specific niche of photography that you want to be shooting is where you need to be. And uh, if you want to shoot uh, high school portraits for like, high school graduates, uh, or even college graduates, you should spend your time perfecting your skill level at actually shooting portraits mm -hmm. specifically, because you, then you can niche and niche down to where you want to market that particular, that particular type of portrait industry. Uh, but weddings, uh, I can talk all day about that because mm -hmm. it's just like, that's a different ballpark. Mm -hmm. Uh, so if you, if you want to actually get into shooting weddings, then yeah, you should dive into all you're going to shoot is wedding our our weddings. Now, speaking about advertising, um, basically, I mean, if, if you, you own that niche, um, it's going to be a lot easier for you to talk to those people. It's going to be a lot easier to speak directly to that particular audience, whether it's school pictures, weddings, um, whatever. Uh, but it's going to be a lot easier just to get those qualified leads online. Right. I, I think something here is that um, when you talk specifically to like, so we run some ads and say we're running um, something for like newborn mothers. Um, like, you know, you could do an ad where it says like, just had your newborn. Uh, how are you going to capture the moment? Like that ad is so specific to those newborn mothers and you could target those people versus are you looking for a uh, photography this weekend or portraits this weekend, family portraits this weekend? That's a lot harder to, to market to than it is something very specific, especially online. You can target uh, very specifically uh, to like people who just got engaged. So the wedding industry, you could go after that and say, hey, you got engaged. Now the biggest thing is, you know, planning uh, to capture those moments or whatever. But it's 
It's uh, just niching it down and talking specifically to them. And you'll practice getting better at talking directly to them um, at, versus just general photography where uh, you may not hit as much. You're throwing, it's kind of like a shotgun approach versus a, like a pistol or a rifle approach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, and we actually know a photographer who I think she started with family photography and then she's now trying to switch to more corporate headshots. Um, so even if you find your niche and you work on your niche for so many years, um, that doesn't mean that that's in stone. Um, you can definitely venture out and try new things even after the fact that you think you've found your your niche. It's good. I mean, sometimes one it gets too easy for you maybe or you just you just don't feel the creative juices flowing in you anymore yeah and that was one of the reasons why she said that she wanted to like switch to the corporate side because she she felt like picking up her camera and going shooting the family was like basically like drinking water like just put the cup under the sink and just pour and drink Mm -hmm. like it was just that simple so now she feels like she's being challenged to do it um Another thing that I would actually like like to add to uh, why it's so important to like find your specific like lane niche or whatever you want to call it, whenever you're shooting is because your presentation is everything. Uh, now, you might have a website where you're advertising uh, like on your website, you might show that you are like well versed in photography. And you know what you're doing. It gives your client the ability to know that, OK, I know this guy shoots portraits, but maybe I can get him to come and shoot my wedding. Maybe I'll reach out to him and get a quote. But if you want to shoot portraits, make sure that every social, uh, every social platform that you are like on, make sure that that's where you're showing your portrait work. If you're putting them on uh, Pinterest, if you're putting them on Instagram, if you're putting them on Facebook, don't post weddings if that's what you if you don't want to like shoot weddings or let people know that you are actually shooting weddings. Give them people give the people that want you to shoot that the ability to reach out to you. But if you want to make sure that people know and understand that that's not the lane that you that you're trying to go in, make sure that you don't give off um uh, false, uh, I guess you can say a false perception that mm-hmm. that's what you're shooting just because you shot it doesn't mean that you have to show people that you shot it. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like a lot of photographers also do, you know, once you find your niche, then make it part of your logo, you know, uh, you know, say Frank and Williams and then wedding photographer because you love weddings. <laughs> <laughs> ha, 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 ha. Um, so put that, make that part of your logo, put that in your business cards, put that on social media. Um, and yeah, just make it very apparent that you are a wedding photographer. Right. I was going to say, I think that's the, the braining aspect of it. So for example, another photographer, which we'll list these photographers in the, the show notes, but like for Fred from Fred shots up here in McKinney, he's just calls himself the headshot photographer. He, he does other photography for other things, but he just brands himself as Fred shots photography and does headshots. And that's specifically it. People go to him for that. And then they ask him, like Franklin said, questions for other things like, hey, can you do videos and pictures for other things? He's like, sure, but I'm the I'm the headshot photography guy. Exactly. And I've always loved his name because his name is Fred and it goes with shots like headshots, Fred shots. It's right there in the brand. I I didn't didn't notice that. Yeah. Fred shots. Franklin, let me ask you a question since you're a photographer. Have you ever experienced uh a client or potential client who you said no and they just sort of backlashed on you and said like 
Nope. Uh, thank you. Sorry. I, didn't, <laughs> I apologize, Aaron, because Aaron's actually listening to the playback while we got Like, I didn't mean to, like, blow your eardrum. But I actually, no, I haven't because I very rarely ever tell a client, like, no, I can't do it. I'll tell them, I'll tell them, give them different options. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, I don't do that, but I can do this. Or you can refer For, photographer friends of yours who actually do specialize in that exactly um the one thing that i definitely um i'm completely opposed to doing right now is printing um that's one thing i am like completely adamant about saying like no i don't print like because very rarely does anyone print now um but as far as like having someone like backlash me or i can honestly say thanks thanks to god (laughs) i haven't had that actually happen that's good uh, one last thing to put on here, I guess, is that if you start doing a bunch of things, again, being a generalist, um, you may not enjoy it. So the money is not necessarily going to drive you. So if you do the job and you don't do it as well as what you potentially could be, say, for example, Franklin does a wedding, but he's just kind of like, you know, dang, this is another paycheck instead of passionately trying to grab the best images and everything. And he doesn't put out his best work. If the client becomes unsatisfied at that point, that could potentially ruin business for him in the future instead of just saying, no, I can't do it, um, where he's not passionate and actually giving his full effort. Um, And you may say, I'm going to do my best job. But really, if you don't care about it, um, you're really not living up to the full potential of what you could be doing. So to end, love your art. And if you really are a photographer, no matter what you're going to be shooting, you better shoot it like it's the the greatest thing on the face of the planet. Uh, Make sure that you are practicing. Make sure that you're practicing on that specific niche. Um, Make sure that you are giving yourself the ability to be marketable. Um, Don't be a generalist. And yeah, that's those are the key points. Yeah. All right, guys, we want to thank you for tuning in. Make sure you click that subscribe button. Um, Even over on our website, if you go to bitbranding.co forward slash podcast, you can check out all of our other episodes and the ability to leave comments there. We'd love to hear your feedback on other episodes. And make sure you click those three buttons in the right-hand corner and share this episode with a friend. We know that you have a friend who's a photographer um, who's just trying to break out and maybe grow their business, and this will help them to secure a niche. So make sure you share this with a friend, and we will see you guys next week. Or I guess you'll hear us next week. Yeah, you'll hear us for sure. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding. 